Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue with your favorite brother and sister host combination, A Wall. What up, world? Imani Shani back on the mic again. And Young Mons. Hey, man. Hey, real quick, we got real ignorant on the uh, Instagram story today. Make sure you go check that out, man. Wow. Big kicks like David Beckham. Niggas can't cop more than one pair of big, shoes and act right, apparently. Big, big kicks like Neymar. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But anyway, it, it, it's, it's good to be back with you one time, my dude. How you feeling? Man, feeling good. Feeling energized, man. This year started off pretty smooth as far as just being creative. Got the YouTube popping and consistent. So it's lit, man. How you been? You over here traveling traveling the uh, country and whatnot. Man, out here for the Black College Expo back, uh, you know, in the Bay. Always good to be home. Make sure anybody who's listening who's in the Bay, if you got brothers, sisters, cousins, nieces, nephews, uh, that are in high school, you know, it's good for freshmen and sophomores, but especially juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely go to the Black College Expo this Sunday at the Marriott in Oakland. And uh, it'll be from 9 to 3. And we've got an after show from 3 to 5, but it's going to be real good. I love the Black College Expo so much, man. It showed me a lot about black colleges. And actually, at the high school I work at, it was a girl there with like under a 2.0 GPA. And she ended up getting into like seven four-year colleges. You know what I'm saying? So it's a real life-changing type mm-hmm. event. So definitely go check out the Black College Expo. Follow them on Instagram, too. So up here for that, man. You know, whenever I come up here, though, man, I always get to see the fam. Go to Brenda's, you know. Feel good to kick it with y'all. And then y'all coming down for All-Star Weekend in L.A. this week. So I'm hyped for that. It's about to be lit. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun, man. Um, Got a dope networking event going on this Saturday. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Imani is the weirdest co-host ever, bro. Anyway. Hey, I'm just happy to be back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I'm going to start doing a, a Gift for Power networking event every month. Really excited about that in L.A. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if you got a brand, uh, clothing, if you a cook, uh, photographer, something, anything, painter, and you want to link up for one of these, definitely uh, let me know. Uh, this this month it'll be um, Pirate. It's a clothing company, and then I think uh, Justice Justice the Legends or Journey of Legends. I'm going to get you guys the name before we finish up. But uh, and then we got Rich Grills next month. So we just hustling, bro. And I got a, and I got another dope announcement for next month, bro, oh, for about boy. this program I'm doing with uh, high school and uh, college kids about tech and entrepreneurship. So we hustling, man. And then, back you know, to hey, bike, wait a minute. to bike, to bike. <laughs> wait a minute. And we come in with the full video episodes every week starting in March, man. So March 6th, that first week of March, look out for the first one, man. So I'm happy to have Live at the Family Barbecue on your damn TV screen, your phone, your tablet, Hair all that. staying laid. Um, mustache staying waxed. Hello. Oh, crrr. Supposed to be lit. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, 
It is Black History Month, right? Uh, duh, nigga, you seen them Air Forces? I cut. Hey, yo, Loki, Imani got the hardest shoe to drop this month, bro. It, like, it was not my year for the Black Histories. Like, Air next year, Air Force One BHM. Le- next year got to be my because they didn't have my size in the Black History Month Air Force Ones. Go check those out. Like, world, those are so like sauced up. Like, the drip is crazy. Bruh. Then that Black History Month Vapor Max. I wanted those too. They didn't have my size, so. But you checking online, so hopefully. Hopefully, I get those. But Adidas looked out for your boy, bruh. So I, I'm happy about that. So I'll be rocking Adidas all weekend, man, for All Star. Hype about that. Adidas. Yeah, I might have to go get me one more pair, bruh. Chill. Squish them up every day. You can always Friday, tell Saturday, when a Sunday. nigga get a little bit of money. <laughs> Like, what? Chill out. <laughs> Calm down. Hey, man, but we flipping and investing, bro. That's what it's about. Off tops. True. So, uh, Black History Month, like we said, man. Um, but every day is Black History. Every month is Black History. What is wrong with your face? <laughs> <laughs> I was yawning. Yeah, yawning. Money got the ugly yawn face. Shut up. But, uh, so why don't you talk to us a little bit about this Janice Bryant lady, man? Just Janice. real quick, yeah, 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 because I think you know it's Black History Month, so at least we can do is give some give credit folks credit to the positivity. Yeah, it gives folks someone new to look up to that's making some Black History. I'll tell you a little bit what I know about her, and then you could tell me if you find or what you found out. But Janice Bryant, um, I guess she started some uh, company called uh, A One uh, Entertainment, but she works with uh, she does consulting for everybody from entertainers to brands. And uh, all sorts of things like that. And she actually ended up, I believe they said she's the first female to run a billion dollar corporation. Mm. Was, was that what it was? Yeah. First African-American woman to operate a company that generates more than one billion in annual revenue. Jeez. First black woman. So, you know, I think she's definitely someone dope for people to uh, look at um, Mm -hmm. doing something dope, but also an entrepreneur. So I know the entrepreneur wave is crazy right now. So uh, make sure you look her up. Definitely look her up. And I feel like an important um, thing that she had said that stuck out to me was that if you visit any of their offices, you'll see that we live by the mantra that the applicant is the center of our universe. And it has always been our belief that if you get the applicant in the right job, then they will be the best representation of who we are as a company. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't um, do not do that nowadays. I feel like companies have gotten lazy and they don't really consider and look at what certain people are good at. So you're just being thrown in something where you might exceed better at something else. Mm. Um, it's crazy because I went through that at my uh, part-time day job. I actually just switched positions. Shout I'm out a, to the uh, promo. Yeah, I'm in a completely different position now at this job. And it's, it's just part-time. Um, so, you know, it's not something that I plan on being at for a while. But I feel like what I'm doing now is like way different from what I was doing when I first started. And I should have been doing this from the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes with, you know, 
knowing who's working for you and like giving a darn about where you put them right right and right. your you know your company yeah everything's about that too like putting people in the best positions to succeed like you know what I'm I saying? feel like you do that too with uh, Get Far you you like appoint people like based off what their strengths are you feel me dang I appreciate that bro yeah I, I, I definitely appreciate that you finna cry a little bit Okay. But um, definitely, that's just someone uh, I think you guys should check out. So, you know, for the next few weeks, we'll point out, we'll give someone new, we'll bring someone new to the table who may not be a household name. You know what I'm saying? That's making black history. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave you with one quote that uh, she had in this article. Uh, and it was, never compromise who you are personally to become who you wish to be professionally. Mm-hmm. One more time, never compromise who you are personally to become who you wish to be professionally. So uh, definitely think that's something you can take with you in your everyday life. I know we strive to be whatever it is we want to be, but um, definitely don't compromise your morals. Amen. uh, Shout out to Janice Bryant. Janice. Janice. Is it Janice or Janice? Janice. I want to say it's She's black as Janice. Yeah. Janice. Janice, that's more of a it's more of a brown name, I guess. Are you racist? <laughs> what if Just it really saying. is Janice? I mean it could be. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one, Janice or Janice. But um it's also Black Panther weekend, bro. Ooh, ooh. Let me just say this. I'm excited about Black Panther. Super excited. Dude. Super excited. Can't wait. But we gotta stop acting like Nigga, this is the first black superhero movie ever. Um, what was the one before this? Nigga, we had Blade, Wesley Snipes. Okay, 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 okay. But I think the main hype with this is, nigga, the all-black cast. Absolutely. And yeah. Blade, you know, it was popping. Blade. Blade was the nigga, but... Blade was that... Yeah, you gotta remember, like, Blade when we first nigga. saw Blade, Blade was really, like, he was killing white folks. Like, killing white folks. And That's calling not, them vampires. See, I don't... See, this is what... I, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to say that. That's not what I was trying to say, but you start talking, and then I start talking with you. That was that was that was the biography of Nat Turner, dude. That was the first Django. That was our first Django, bro. Was Blade. Listen. Anyway, <laughs> back to why Black Panther is so popping. Stupid. Look, the the freaking the the bad guy is black. The sidekick is black. One of the bad guys is a white dude. Mm, he's half black. Anyway. So it's just like I don't I nothing comes to mind to me that as black as this. Nah, it is. I think I mean that's what I love about it though. Like I definitely love that extremely black cast written and directed by black folks. Um so like I said, I'm high, I'm glad it's taking place in Africa and it's showing like Africa, you know, even though it's a made up country, but nigga they rich. Mm. Rich bitch. Like mm-hmm. they rich. They got big money, so I think it's just dope, man. And then, like, the other thing I like about it, too, you know, regardless of what you may think about it, like, did you see that video on uh, Instagram and Twitter with the kids dancing that got uh, the free uh, tickets to go see it? I did. And he was hitting them. Hitting them hitting folks. The folks. Hitting them folks, man. I so did. You I can't. Did. 
you cannot cannot find nothing bad to say about that bro mm-hmm. like those kids like for some of them this may be like they first superhero this is gonna be to them like kind of what Blade was like to us but mm-hmm. you know probably even you know like you said even more doper cause it's an all black cast so just to be able to have that and see you know a superhero you know as a young boy I think that means something a young girl you know what I mean something so it's cool it's cool I'm, I'm definitely excited can't wait to go see it that honestly that statement you just said just kind of like made me think about how old I was and I like left this conversation for a second I was like damn I'm getting kind of old this thing said what Blade was to us Black Panther will be to them bro cause I think Blade came out wow. like a smooth I wanna say like 98 99 please, please don't do this right now please don't do this right now so low key we would have been hitting them folks but you know the thing about Blade that shit was rated R bro this nigga was cutting heads off <laughs> He was blasting. He was blasting for you know. You wasn't. You wasn't finna walk up into the first grade room and say they got free tickets to go see Blade. Dude, Blade was awesome. Well, I might watch that again. Yeah. Blade one and two was hard. Blade three, not so much. But I like those. What was another good one, nigga? I mean, these was funnier ones, but nigga, we had Meteor Man. Nigga, no. <laughs> nigga, nigga, you remember Blank Man? Kind of. <laughs> Man, I'm about to go back and watch all these movies. <laughs> hey, Blake, man. Then we had, uh, damn, what was the other one? Oh, Spawn. You remember that? Yeah, I remember Spawn. Yeah, we had Spawn. Like, for all our joints was either hella funny, bro, like Meteor Man and Blake, man, or them joints was like cold-blooded killers. Like, Spawn and Blade was cold. They was throwing niggas, like, off of roofs, like, shooting niggas, stabbing them, cutting heads off. So. Nothing in between. This is. This is, like, one of the first, like, kid-friendly, but, like, yet still kind of serious, like, everybody-can-enjoy-it type movies uh, to come out. So, I think that's another reason, like, the excitement is going to be crazy about this one. I'm literally so excited. What you wearing to see it, bro? I'm hot. (laughs) Wait a minute. Before I I even ask you, I'm hot. Wait a minute. Explain your outfit, bro. Girl, I still got to get my joint together. All right, boom, check it. So, you feel me? Amir came through with the uh, straight out of Wakanda uh, crew neck, extra large. So, you feel me? I'm going to cut it and make it a little crop crop. And then, you feel me? It's black. So, I'm going to come through with the all black jeans. You feel me? BHM, Black History Month. And then, you already know what's going on my feet, nigga. The shoes I got today, bro. The main attractions, bro. What you mean? Hey, man. Hey, man. I got to do something super black, man. I, I don't know. A nigga might have to go to, like, the beast mode and just get a Marshawn Lynch joint or something. <laughs> like, I just got to come with something hella black. I might wear some slides and then just, like, tie them shoes around my neck and just let them hang. That would low-key be the blackest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about anything. Hey, yo, I don't even got my outfit, bro. I'm about to work something out, bro. I'm finna work something out, though. That's First all. of all, let's talk about how I'm going to have to stay in the Bay for one more day, longer than expected, to watch Black Panther out here. Because, no, you know, I mean, we're going to see it Friday. So you got his tickets? Um, I'm going to get the tickets, bro. Oh, okay. Do you know that it's basically Wednesday? Uh, money. I just checked it. They're not sold out. We can get them as soon as we get done recording this. Is it reserved seating? Yeah, it's reserved seating. Cat. So, it's good seats left, bro. Are you retarded? Pull it up. I just said yes. Pull it up. So, cash at me my money. I'm finna order them things. Man, I ain't finna give you nothing. 
And then we gonna we finna get it in, bro. Man, get off my phone. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but yeah, nah, we finna be lit though. Dude, I'm juice. Bro. I'm lucky just going to LA to uh, watch this movie because I feel like the y'all be hype out there. Nah, you pulling up to the network. I mean, we should have went to go see it at Crenshaw for real, but I think we're going to see it on Long Beach. Dang, that's Cr- still Crenshaw finna be hella black. Hella lit. Hella black. I might still check that one. But anyway, um, what's the other joint? Um, so, Philly is doing good right now, man. Philly, they just won their first Super Bowl. Philly. Jocko was going crazy. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he did y'all watch it here? Jersey. Mm, I, no, I didn't. And mom didn't. No, we was both elsewhere. But then we came home at the same time. And that nigga was drunk as hell, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Jocko, Jocko is the homie. He's our mom's uh, tenant, but this nigga's a super big Philly fan. He's from super Philly, man. Yeah, cool ass white dude, bro. Like from Philly, man. But cool. they've been waiting for that Super Bowl for sixty years. Shout out to them. But uh, what's going on right now? Currently, what we uh, we talked about this the last time too, money. But um, the Winter Olympics just started. So they just started. Mm-hmm. I want to say Saturday. Yeah. I think it's going like the next two, three weeks. So we got to check out for the uh, that Nigerian bobsled team. I want to. Yeah. I got to look them up and see when they uh doing it. Hopefully they not. They haven't, you know, been eliminated. Nothing like that yet. So check them out. But, um, you know, it's the Winter Olympics. This is dominated by the whites. So this is this is a white affair. This is dominated by the this whites. Is, this is a white affair. Like, right? Well, you know, black folks, we don't like our snow like that. But I watched the opening trials. There was some black ass countries in this. Like, so the Nigerian team was not the only one sending folks out there, bro. So hey. shout out to the African nation that me and my uh, homeboy Tommy was watching it. He's from Mexico. Or not he from Mexico, but he's Mexican. And uh, he was like, Man, yeah, I ain't know we had uh we I ain't know we had Mexicans in the uh Winter Olympics either. I was like, Welcome to the welcome to the club, bro. Wow. Welcome to the We Only Like It Hot Club. Wow. So anyway, Damn shout out to all the people of color, man. Uh and hot ass continents, bro. That's still about to put it down. But it was an Olympic snowboarder. His name is uh Titstanti. Titstanti, I think. <laughs> Titstanti. Good job, man. Titstanti. And he had free Meek Mill written on his snowboard, yeah, all permanent marker before he got started with his uh, qualifier today. Took a picture, snapped up, put it on the ground, free Meek Mill. And uh, what the, Slovenia. So I think that's Slovenia. Like somewhere, yeah, somewhere near Russia for sure. You know, I got to say, that's one of the blackest things I've seen a white man. <laughs> <laughs> I must hey, say. Hey, man, the whites don't play about the niggas they love. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, shout out to Meek, though, man. Uh, hold your head. Uh, but I think it says something about, like, how crazy, like, influential hip-hop is, dog. Because Meek is someone, Meek is someone's, you know, super dope. He came up. But I wouldn't, you know, necessarily put Meek up there with, like, uh, you know, someone like the main guys doing it right now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Say. But uh, I think he's uh, extremely dope. But for uh, you know, for these guys from Russia and all these other countries to be shouting out, you know, rappers like it shows you like how much influence we have, uh, how powerful the message is, and how powerful just you know the music and our voices can be. You know what I'm saying when we use it. So I think it's just dope. It's something to really 
really, really think about, man. Like, hip-hop is just something else. You're right. Definitely. You're absolutely right. It's one of those things that brings people together. Like, I feel like sports brings all types of people together. That's a fact. And a hip to the hop. Does it? What you listening to right now, bro? What's on your playlist? Man, the hottest thing on my playlist right now, probably um, Taylor Swift. Are you serious right now? No. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> um, you know, I'm a, I'm a real different kind of human. Like, I can literally, like, drive home and not listen to anything sometimes. Like, I'll just be, like. I feel you. I'll be having my moves like that, too. I ain't even going to lie. You know? But, um. I'd say the newest thing that I'm like most excited about right now is probably like that new Drizzy. That new Drake. Which one? What song? Uh song you played for me today. Look alive, look alive. Yeah. Not no one shall be dry. Look alive. We look played alive. that at the club one time and I was like, mm, I kinda like this. And then you played it today and I oh, said, you, mm, I oh, like that. Oh, you must have played it over the weekend for sure. Because I think it dropped like Saturday night or Friday night. Or something like yeah, that. they played it either Friday night or Saturday night. I was like, I know that joint's probably going up in there. <laughs> Heck yeah. You know, Asians love Drake. <laughs> Man, everybody love Drake. Everybody love Drake. Everybody love Drake. But yeah, that one's hidden. Uh, I've been listening to that new uh, Two Chains. My mama ain't read no ho, no ho. Hey, my mama ain't read no ho. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Nah, that was that was a double one. It's a, it's only like uh, it's only four songs, so that's a good album. Look alive. I'm listening to that uh, joint. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Ti. Mm. Like old T.I. Old T.I., yeah. Uh, Stingy by Problem. You heard that one yet? Mm-mm. You got to hear that joint. That's joint hella ratchet, but... Our brother sent me some music. Which one? Tristan. Some, uh... He sent you some... Some, some, some sweeties. For real? I got to have him send me some of that, too. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of old stuff. I listened to ASAP uh, last album, at long last ASAP. I've been listening to that. Mm. Oh, Gunna. I, every time I come back from Atlanta, I listen to I start listening to Atlanta music. So I've been listening to Gunna's album Come called on, Dri- man. Drip Season 3. Called Drip Season. It got, the, it got those DRs. <laughs> Not all of those. It's just Drip Season 3. So check that out. Uh the other song I played for you yesterday was Bring It Back. That's Trouble and Drake. I've been listening to that. My favorite song right now is probably Derez, Derez Deshaun, Hardaway. That's my that's my workout warrior song right there. Mira's got to be the most ratchetest college nigga I've ever met in my life. That's that's my shit, dog. Like it's for great real. though. It is. That's my that's my ish. So, um, but yeah, that's stuff we listening to. So, you know, hit us up under the comments, man, if y'all listening to something else. True. Um, real quick, this one kinda reminded me of myself. Brought me back to some dark times. What, brother? So a Texas religious school claims it can't be sued for failure to protect black students from racist bullying. So apparently some young boy, I forgot what grade they said he was in. Um, Did they say? I think sixth or seventh grade, something like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, some of his classmates came up to him. I was like, yo, my dad is like a grandmaster in the clan. He'll kill you and your family. 
excuse me. All of that kind of stuff, and uh, the boy, like, yeah, I guess brought it to the attention of the teachers, and uh, I guess they only suspended the kids for, like, one day, mm-hmm. you know, for something like that. So I think uh, the parents were trying to sue, and basically the school was like, you know, they can't be sued because nobody can tell them how to run their school or something like that. And uh, it reminded me of third grade. This fat devil, <laughs> this fat devil named Tabitha, blonde hair, blue eyed devil named Tabitha. Oh my God. Was the meanest, most racist little girl I've ever came across in my life. I think she was just mad. She was fat. She was huge. What grade was this? Third grade? I think I was in third, third or fourth. Anyway, it took everything in me not to beat her ass. I was like, Tabitha, I don't give a fuck, bro. I beat your ass, bro. And Amir is squaring up right now, by the way. I beat your ass, bro. For a mental picture. She was like, nah, yeah. don't talk to me like that, nigga. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what you say? <laughs> so I ended up, you know, even in that, I was like third grade. I wanted to, but, you know, moms and dads always said, you know, don't don't sock no woman out, yada, yada, yada. Was, don't hit the girls. So, uh, you know, I told sock no woman out, man. Just <laughs> sock no woman out. I hate no girls. So I went, you know, I went and told my teacher, man, and then uh, I guess we had a meeting. You know, mom, dad, and I think her parents and her parents was like, we haven't taught her any of this. So we don't know how it happened. Yada yada yada. And I don't know. I think it was something similar to Tabitha too. I don't think I don't think she got a one day suspension or something crazy like that, but. This is why I'd be advocating for black kids to go to black schools, dog. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a black private school or like an African centered school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or just finding a good public school. But I just hate for folks to be susceptible to that type of stuff. Like, even though, you know, it's a part of the world and stuff, but I feel like if you don't got to deal with it, then don't. nigga, don't. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, uh, definitely feel for them, but you know. You're right. That's going to keep happening at them schools. Like, they just come from a different set of whatever it is. You're dealing with folks, like, who's very ignorant, man. So, you know, it is what it is. Very true. Yeah. Did you have any uh, situations like that? Did I have any situations Any racial like tension at your schools? I didn't really have... Not really, to be quite honest. Hmm. I didn't really see, witness much of that for myself or even see it too, too much. Um, yeah, man, which is a blessing. Right. Because I hear about it so much, but mm-mm. Kind of brings me to our next topic. What's that? You know. Wow. Yeah. Am I might, you know. I'm actually going to wait for that. Which, I'm actually going to wait for that. But it did pop in my head after hearing that story about you at school. But I, I'll, I'll wait till the end for that. Oh, the last? last. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, I mm-hmm. got you. Yeah, the other drunks we got that was pretty quick in there. We got we got a fun one to end it with. So, this one made me upset. Yeah, San Ramon High School pulls national anthem from rallies. Uh, so we back in the Bay. And I was actually in the barbershop when I seen this. And um, and uh, 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 it kind of threw me and my barber off. We all kind of stopped because I guess the student body uh, 
president, um, so that's usually you know your SGA president or whatever. They said they not they not standing and they not saying no national anthem during their rallies, their pep rallies. None of the stuff they involved with. They decided to say no anthem. Mm. So basically, uh, you know, a lot of the whites um, at the school are a little upset with them. They're like, stand up, nigger. They're mad at the... At the students, like, because they don't want to, uh, you know, stand or use the anthem during their rallies and stuff like that. And they say, like, you know, we don't got to do that, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was just crazy to hear, like, because they started interviewing some of the parents and, this, you know, some of the uh, white students and stuff at the school. We need to make them do it. We need to make them stand up for the anthem and make them recite it. And make them. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I'm like, Why? I'm like, fam, that is a. It's, it's not something you have to do. It's a choice. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, this is not something like that you have to do. This is not like take care of your kids. This is not like you have to eat food, drink water. This is not something you have to do. Mm-hmm. So for them to just be like really tripping off of that, man, I, I just felt. You know, really happy the kids took a stand because their whole stance was like, bro, it's a whole third verse of that where they talking about killing slaves. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, we just don't want to say it. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to say it, period, point blank. Like, it ain't nothing else to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. So, right. Right. Um, you know, I thought it was dope of them, man, to do it. But it's just crazy, bro. Like, these, you know, these white folks really think, like, their response was, let me make them. We need to make them do it. Did you, um, was your, um, used to say, used to say that, uh, what is it? It's not the Pledge of Allegiance. It's the, the anthem. The national you, anthem? Yeah. Did you used to have to say that when you were in school? I don't remember us saying, ours was like, I pled the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. I, did, I pledged allegiance to the flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do that, like, but they would have the whole school do it. But like, even when we used to do it before school, nigga, I wouldn't like say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just one of the things that never really like meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was cause of probably you know, dad and mom. You know, we was always reading black stuff and doing black stuff in the house. And just stuff. reading black stuff, and, yeah, you know. Stuff. You know, so it was just like, bro, like, why? Why am I the pledge allegiance to this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So. I would, like, stand up back then, but I would just, like, I'd never, like, say it. Mm-hmm. wouldn't put my hand over my heart or none of that kind of stuff. Even, when like, during my basketball games in high school, like, I always used to walk to, like, the back of the line. Like, nobody even noticed neither, but if, like, they got old tapes and stuff, like, I always used to walk to the back of the line, and I would not, like. You were just a little heathen, wasn't you? <laughs> I would not say none of that stuff, dog. So, anyway. But yeah, that was my my little take on it, dog. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I... Well, no, I'm similar to you. We just had to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't think I've ever been somewhere where they've gotten up and just started doing the... Uh, hey, not also like anthem. sporting events or something like that. She went to the game. And we always showed up late. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Missed. So... Any and all of those. You know, this, this right here is... Uh, Kicked out the queue. Kicked out the queue. We need to come. We need to find something to do a little, like, Baltimore club. Just, like, kicked out the queue. Kicked out the queue. Kicked out the queue. Kicked out the queue. I think it should be more so like a, like a, um, 
like a uh, what, what y'all what y'all do like a frat <laughs> you know like a frat like you got kicked out of the queue you got kicked out of the queue <laughs> <laughs> nigga I don't know about that nigga but uh, anyway this is this is one you of my hater. this is one of my favorite ones why ho uh well this this goes into that white folks just thinking they can do what they want section. All right, go ahead. I'm listening. So anyway, so this happened in South Africa. You know, apparently, first off, I don't even know why they do this. But anyway, they got hunting seasons for, like, big animals. So, like, you can't just hunt giraffes whenever or, you know, like. There's a certain time period. Yeah, like, you know, like, distinct, like, animals, like lions or, like, cheetahs. You can't hunt those any times because those aren't, like, being used for, like, food and stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, you're using them basically for sport. Mm -hmm. And these is, like. You know, species that can become endangered. So, at certain times you can do it, and, like, it's illegal to do it outside of these times. So, it was a poacher, and basically a poacher is someone who hunts, like, when they ain't supposed to be hunting. Mm -hmm. So, this nigga was in South Africa trying to hunt a lion, and the lion ate this nigga, man. What? Ate the poacher? (laughs) Ate him. And they said the line was so gangster, this nigga didn't leave nothing behind but the dude's head. Are you serious? Dead serious, bro. They said it was people like I guess in the town nearby that heard dude screaming. Shut up. Ate the dude. They said the dude was so messed up when they found him. They said it was the hair. That was the only thing they could really tell. But, like, even that was messed up. They still trying to figure out, like, who exactly he is. But the lion just left the nigga head. Are you serious? That's the most gangster shit I ever heard in my life, dog. I need to frame a picture of that lion <laughs> and put it up in my room. You know the joint where they said that. That's my the, mood for life. You know the little, uh, what was it, the little, not the GIS, but the Insta videos that they got the uh, thug life that come on with the uh, shade, <laughs> the shades and the cigarette. Da-da-da-da-da. You got to get that, man, it's shades and cigarette. But, yeah, it's like, come on, bro. Like, why? Niggas ain't just out here hunting like lions. Find something else yeah, to find, do. Find something else like, to do, man. Find a hunt a chicken. Um, a goat. You know, don't hunt these animals in general, Mir. All uh, right. So you ain't putting your chicken down. Okay, I'm not uh, hunting it and disrespecting it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, you can't just walk around doing whatever you want, dog. So you are kicked out the queue, man. I mean. Whoever I mean, you, <laughs> that's not funny. I shouldn't Ooh. laugh. But whoever you are, dog. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully people learn from this. <laughs> hopefully people learn. Bro, you cannot go looking for that type of trouble. Like, and just think it's going to be all right, bro. Right. I thought you might have given <laughs> the case uh, out the cue to Logan Paul again, man. <laughs> he did something else. I mean, just something stupid. What'd he do? He, uh, he, he tased the two dead rats. He what? <laughs> wow. He tased two dead rats. So it's two dead rats. Like, is he in New York or wherever he at? He sees he found two dead rats or did he like. 
Did he just come across them? Did he go searching for these two rats? He went searching. Damn, that's white people shit, dog. Found them. That's white people Found their shit. dead, stiff bodies that's and proceeded to tase them. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. I don't know. I watched it. No I did not watch it. No, I did not. Actually, I might watch it just so I could like talk about it a little bit more in depth next time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could do that for us. I got you. Kick out the queue next week. It's already determined. <laughs> already determined. Spoiler alert. It's a pre. It's a pre kicked out the queue. It's already he. He. It's been put on hold for yeah. next week. But he deserves uh, it. Wow. So, Monty, you might as well just hit him with your drop. You know what I'm saying? I know you got new material out, dog. Hey, though, perfect time for y'all to take a break, okay? Pause and check out my YouTube channel. Find me on there under Imani Shani. New videos now, weekly, man. And be sure to subscribe and turn on my post notifications because I do different giveaways. I just finished a modeling contest, so there's a couple things to look forward to. I'm also going to load some... um, life hacks for everyone this week so men women kids children grandparents y'all could benefit from it so be sure to check that out me and you your mama and your cousin too hey but uh also you know what i'm saying get far magazine we doing a whole Ooh. new relaunch in april what the fuck man <laughs> we're doing a whole new relaunch in april man so definitely be checking out for us um I have a little stuff going up here and there between now and then, but um, they're hitting y'all with some big stuff coming up this March and April, man. But the relaunch of Gift Art Magazine will be in April. And um, yeah, make sure you follow us on all social media too. Uh, I'm AWAL, I am A W A L. That's on everything. And Imani Shani, I-M-A-N-I-S-H-A-N-I. And make sure you please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Like the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And share it with somebody who you think, you know, might be cool. Yes. Might, might like to listen to it. Because we got some big stuff that's finna pop off, bro. Really big. So, wait on it. Bigger than ever. All 2018. Hello. Oh, Money, why don't you dive into this? This is our last segment. You know, I'm going to dive into this and I want to hear your response. Okay. First. So people, people listen here. Um, there has been a retreat that has come about. And it's a healing retreat, so that's always nice. But the kicker is, it's a no whites allowed healing retreat uh, that's offered to women of color uh, as a way to give them a break from the whites. Uh, a little little bit of background. Um, 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 let's see. So, a piece on Vice News Tonight explored the growing industry of travel organizations owned by black people aimed specifically at giving people of color in the U.S. a break from people, a break from white people altogether. (laughs) Not a break from people, a break from whites. The segment goes along 
with one of these trips, um, which is called the Women of Color Healing Retreat in Puerto Viejo, Costa Rica. The retreat specifically bans white people and is made for black women who need some time and space for themselves. So, from my understanding, the retreat is about 10 days, and during the retreat, uh, they eat specifically all vegan, they do yoga, uh, all positive vibes. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. All positive vibes, um, but the whites are banned. Um, And it is for us, by us, apparently, in all ways, shapes, and forms. So... Uh, that's a little bit of, I mean, I feel like... That's the background. That's the background, and I'm kind of excited to hear what you have to say about it. Nah, I definitely got to hear what you got to say first. Bro. No! Why? <laughs> no! I, mean, I definitely got to hear what you got to say first. Bro. No, Mir? Come on, dog. Nah, the man has to speak on this first. Why, bro? This is a female retreat for the women. Right. So you should definitely take it. For the women's. Honestly. <laughs> I think. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> it's not stupid. <laughs> Let me finish. (laughs) Listen. Okay, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. I just feel like if white people, and white people have done this, like for white people to make all white groups, etc., and for black people to you know turn up when those come about and say how unfair they are etc etc I kind of feel like it's the same thing for this and I was talking about it with my mom and like she said like if enough black people are involved in something the whites aren't going to want to get involved anyway like if this retreat has enough black people at it behind it for it, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that alone, like, there's no need to go the extra mile to say the whites are banned from it. Like, they're, like, they'd feel uncomfortable. (laughs) So I just feel like, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not with it. So you basically saying it's just like a little extra. It's extra as hell. Like, and I just, okay. And I just feel like, I don't know, a couple of women were saying, you know, they're tired of people asking if, you know, people can touch their hair and looking at them funny and saying how well they speak and this and that and that and this. And honestly, it's, it's just a little extra for me, dog. It's just a little extra for me. So um, I took it like, oh, my bad. No, I was going to I was going to start asking you your opinion now. So uh, I. Like, so my thing with it was, like, I was, like, listening to it. Like, at, f- at first, like, the first girl they interviewed, it was like, 
you know, she, you know, she's from Nebraska, and she gets it. I'm like, well, duh, nigga, you in Nebraska? Like, what the, what the fuck is you doing living in Nebraska? Like, looking for a black experience? So, <laughs> like, like my thing is like, I mean. I mean, it just seemed like they didn't have, like, enough black friends. Like, that's what it seemed like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that 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 was kind of what it seemed like to me. And I probably had to talk to the lady who, like, I guess did it more to figure it out. But it's like, I feel like there's so many other places, like, here, like, where, like, I mean, shoot. Like, if you don't want to be around white people, you ain't got to be around white people. Like, if I go to, like, Atlanta, like, when I was there, like, I didn't really see, like, no white folks in places I was going. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, it was happening. Like. Or There's like, enough niggas in one area. The whites are not going to be a part of it. Or like, um, what is it? The uh, what is it? The like, our you know, our HBCU homecomings and stuff like mm. that. You know, whatever it may be. Like, it's all sorts of like little subgroups. But it just seemed like what I was watching. It was just like, man, these niggas like is in white ass areas with no black friends. So it seemed like they was trying to find like some more black friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It did seem a little bit like strange like because i didn't know what the heal i didn't know what the healing was like for like specifically like mm-hmm. was it just to like not be around white people mm-hmm. this was like nigga i be feeling like that like nigga i don't want to be bothered with no whites like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so uh you know especially when you be seeing stuff that be going on it's like man white motherfucker gonna piss me off today you know but uh yeah it just seemed like they just ain't have enough like yeah black friends dog like it, just, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like it was just them calling out for some some black homies <laughs> they just need some attention they just needed some they needed attention. they needed some black homies but of course it was a money making thing too because i think they said oh girl i don't know how much they said what they said she was charging like twenty two hundred dollars or something like that mm-hmm. like for like a i don't know how long they said it was four or five days i think thing. it was 10 days was it 10 days yeah, so I don't know. I ain't never been to Costa Rica. I don't know how much the whole travel expenses would be. But mm-hmm. yeah, she says she was building her own thing. But I mean, that's the beauty of it. I mean, like, you know, if that's something like people feel like they need, then I mean, hey, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. But it did seem a bit extra. It was like, Extremely man, y'all motherfuckers, extra. you need to move from Nebraska, like, go to Atlanta, Houston, you know. Or in PG County, Maryland, like something like just go to where some black folks have, bro. There's plenty of stuff to do, man. You don't got to be around them at all if you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. So we we agree that that was extra as hell. It did. It was extra. Okay. It was, it was definitely extra. Okay. It was definitely extra. Thank you. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. Good episode, my G. Good um, episode, man. I'm still thinking about that. Definitely uh, looking forward to what transpires over the next week. Um, you know, we're going to keep it lit. Y'all be sure to uh, peep my Instagram. Uh, I will be posting my outfit that I wear to see uh, Black ridiculous. Panther. That's ridiculous. So absolutely be sure to check me out. That's ridiculous. Uh, might rock the shoes around my neck. Uh, check the Instagram to, to see. Wow. I don't care. Hey, man. Hey, why not? Why not? Just do it, dog. We might as well. I Why, we might as well come out with the fresh, dog. Hey, make a wish, man. 11-11. Oh, man. All right, we just made a wish, America, with y'all on there. So hopefully you become a part of our wish, too. So anyway, man, uh, we'll be back next week. And...
And, uh, you know, we love y'all. Life is about progression, staying positive, building, making your own, becoming self-sufficient, and doing it with morality. Okay. You feel me? Okay. So uh, keep it lit. We're going to keep it lit with y'all. And, uh, yeah, young minds. It's been real as always. And, of course, we got to end with the infamous Hakuna Matata niggas. Peace. Peace.